host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you happen to be a highly sensitive person like I am, you may want to get a copy of my freebie, which is the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide. You can get that at Sensitive Soul S. Sorry, sensitivesoulguide.com. Again, it's sensitivesoulguide.com. It's a free download that you can get um, that will help you uh, navigate for more peace, positivity, and personal power. Cooler goal. So the first Monday of the month is today for our live show, and uh, I have with me Dr. Dennis Loebstein, who has been with us for, gosh, seven years plus years, uh, helping LifeWave customers and distributors all over the world to use phototherapy patches uh, on Chinese medicine uh, concepts, meridians, acupuncture points, to optimize their own self-healing. So today's topic, the Ask the LifeWave Doctor's topic, is going to be about hair thinning. So if you have issues with hair thinning, this is the show for you. You'll get to learn what acupuncture points may be helpful for hair thinning, what the underlying theory uh, is that's causing that, and what phototherapy patches may be helpful in which protocol to help your particular issue. And in case you're a LifeWave uh, customer or distributor who is, whether you're new or whether you're a veteran, and you have a LifeWave question of any type, uh, you can actually call in live and get answers to your questions. So the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. Again, 818-514-1190 and hit one. Or you can go to the chat online if you're live on the show and type down your question right there. Uh, a little bit later in the show after Dr. Dennis shares with us some of the theory and some of the acupuncture points, we'll be taking one-on-one questions. And so if you have questions about what protocol would be best for a particular symptom, it doesn't have to be related to hair thinning, you can ask it live on the show and we will answer you. The other really cool thing is that uh, every month I actually write a blog post while we're doing the show, yes, on patchtrainingteam.com. So you can go to patchtrainingteam.com and click on the blog about 20 minutes, 10 to 20 minutes after the show, and I will finish typing it all up for you uh, and uh, linking a, a recording of the show as well on the blog so you will have that as your notes. Okay, cool. So welcome, Dr. Dennis. Well, hello, Dr. Karen, and hi, everybody. Pleasure to be here with you again. Yeah, pleasure to have you here again. Thank you so much. Uh, well, you know, um, we have had some uh, testimonials from various people who have been using the newest patch, the LifeWave X39, which helps to enhance stem cells. Uh, they have the wherewithal of, of actually taking before and after pictures. Uh, showing that their hair is actually getting thicker. Now, I actually didn't think of doing that, but my hair is thick anyway, so it would be hard to kind of tell. Um, but uh, I think it would be really interesting to learn from you what the Chinese medicine theory is related to hair thinning, aging, uh, and then, you know, how how we can optimize using the patches we have now to help us get, you know, a thicker head of hair. Although, I, like I said, I don't need that. But for those that do or want that, uh, that would be really, really fun and exciting. Well, yeah, I'd love to do that. And I'm going to discuss some of the um, Western physiology behind it and then look at the uh, Asian medical physiology behind why we select certain acupuncture points and then uh, suggest some protocols. And uh, I, I saw that. A picture that uh, LifeWave put out of the um, mm-hmm. the 
balding guy with uh, thicker hair after using the X39. So I have some explanations for why that may be. Yeah, that but, is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. And first, though, uh, before I go through the Western physiology and the, the Asian medicine and the, the points that pertain to it, I would, uh, I'd like to share a little uh, tale of the black-haired Mr. Sure. Wu. Yeah. <laughs> this should be interesting. <laughs> yes, it is very interesting. Uh, and this tale led to an herb used in Chinese medicine called Husha Wu, which literally means the black-haired Mr. Wu. Huh. And uh, the, uh, the herb is actually, some of you may have heard of this, Foti, F-O-T-I, or fleece flower, and it actually <clears throat> tonifies the liver and the kidney. And um, here's here's the tale. So here's here's how it was discovered thousands of years ago. There's this middle-aged, gray-haired, balding bachelor who finds love and redemption in a mysterious root. And he's without a family, and so he's drinking, and his strength diminishes, and his senses diminish, and his hair turns gray and starts falling out at an early age. And then while he's drunk one day, he stumbles into this field, and he passes out. And then he wakes from his drunken stupor after after he's been out for a while and he sees this vine that's intertwined like yin and yang or like male and female intertwined or like DNA double helix intertwined growing over his head and he eats it and he notices after eating it for a long period of time that it has anti-aging effects he actually, he finds a woman, he has 19 kids, and he lives to 160 years of age. Wow. How many kids? And, what's that? How many kids? 19. Uh, 19 kids? 19 kids, and he lives wow. to 160 years of age. And d- did he actually so, get more hair? <laughs> Oh yeah, his his hair turned from gray to black, and that's why he's called the black-haired Mr. Wu. Mm. He went from gray to black. Aww. So the energetics of this herb, the reason I brought up the story is the energetics of this herb reminds me of certain acupuncture points that can function the same way. In fact, in... 80% of the um, medicine in TCM is actually based on the energetics of the herbs. So like acupuncture points combinations are based on energetics of the herbs, just like nutrition has energy. Well, herbs have energy too, and the energetics of how those herbs work in the body can be simulated or stimulated with acupuncture points. And so um, I, I not understood, only did... Dr. Dennis, is it true that um, 
you know, a lot of uh, traditional Chinese medicine practitioners um, say that just doing acupuncture alone without the herbal component is not enough. Is that really true? It depends on your objective. If you're talking long-term rather than short-term, you can use acupuncture alone for short-term remedies. But if you're dealing with long-term health and wellness, that's true. Interesting. Okay. That's why um, herbology is so emphasized in acupuncture school. Um, So... Let's see. Uh, so also, the uh, the the herbs energetics reminds me of X thirty nine. The energy of the X thirty nine and how it works. Pretty cool, huh? Very, very cool. So that herb so may, the, the we can't fun- prove it, but that herb sounds like it's like the herbal version of X thirty nine. Yeah, actually, that's true. And you'll see why as I, I continue talking about the um, the chemistry and the physiology behind balding and also the um, Asian medical uh, energetics behind it. So mm-hmm. cool. uh, back back to this herb, Foti or Hushawu, it, its functions are to tonify the liver and the kidney and to nourish the blood and to benefit the essence or the jing, and to stop leakage, and to detoxify fire poison, and to moisten the intestine, and it also works as a laxative. So in Western medicine, we'd call those side effects. Yeah. So indications for its use are aging. So it's like anti-aging. And uh, memory deficits. So if you've got uh, brain fog and difficulty remembering things, it helps with memory and also with gray, dry, and balding hair, Ah. which is why we're talking about it. Uh Okay, so that's the story behind what we're looking at. So let's look at it from a Western perspective. Um, in in Western medical physiology, uh, men start balding when their testosterone is converted more and more as they age into DHT, which is dihydrotestosterone. And there is an enzyme called 5-alpha reductase that does that conversion of free testosterone to DHT. So... Um, Androgens actually stimulate dermal papillae on the scalp, and that's where hair follicles arise. And they become dormant under the influence of DHT. But, and recent research shows this, stem cell progenitors from which the the follicles arose can be stimulated with stem cell therapy. Now, what is that? What kind of patch does that suggest we use? <laughs> Thirty-nine. Yeah, that's right. So we don't we don't that's have so any. Cool. 
as far as I'm aware, we don't have any direct clinical evidence that the X39 actually stimulates the stem cell proliferation in the dermal papillae, but we we do have those pictures of people that are using X39 that are going from relatively balding to relatively thicker hair. Mm -hmm. And we do know that the X39 activates the stem cells in the skin. Um, and uh, maybe there's an article on GHK copper peptide and, and balding. I don't know. Maybe there is. There's just so many articles about it, and may, they may or may not have studied that yet. But it's, uh, it's uh, the stories, anecdotal stories, are pretty pretty compelling, let's just say. Right, especially if you see somebody going from balding to thicker hair. Yeah. So if you've, if you've got that um, kind of condition, you might want to use the X39. Well, in um, Western medicine, there's a scale that grades alopecia or what's called androgenic alopecia in men, which is um, balding, in other words. It's called that Hamilton Norwood scale, uh, but it's not considered reliable because it's basically just looking at the degree of balding. And uh, women actually also have thinning hair too. They don't bald as much as men do, but they do have thinning hair as they get older. And uh, there's also a scale called the Ludwig scale that grades thinning hair in women. <clears throat> I see. So it's just a uh, visual okay, so a estimation. Exactly, yeah, it's a visual kind of um, observational and, thing. And, and for women, why why do they get thinner hair? Because it doesn't seem that they get the thinner hair the same way as men do. Uh, they don't have as much testosterone, but women still do have testosterone, and um, they also convert to DHT, but not as much as mm -hmm. men. Okay. So the the more um, androgen that they have on board, the more they're going to have that effect. So what Western medicine does, there are five different approaches. There are several drugs that are used, like finasteride, which is a steroid treatment for hair loss. And that has side effects. And um, the side effects include sexual dysfunction and depression and breast enlargement and prostate cancer risk increase. And uh, th this finasteride is a 5-alpha reductase inhibitor. So it's an anti-androgen, and it will decrease DHT about 70%. And in the USA, about 9 million uh, men are prescribed uh, finasteride in the form of Propecia. Propecia is a trade name. Uh, let's see. Um, there's also another drug called minoxidil or Rogaine, and that has antihypertensive and vasodilator effects. It treats androgenic alopecia, and uh, the, the balding starts from 
the uh, the temp the top of the temples and the front of the scalp and and makes the hairline retreat backwards, kind of like me. I've been I, I never used to bald until uh, maybe ten years ago, <clears throat> and then I as I started losing my hairline in the front, I started growing a ponytail more in the back. <laughs> Funny. Don't figure, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always find that so interesting that you know that 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 men and then women as well, uh, but you know, will lose it from that front and create that widow's peak. But they will have lots of hair in the lower part of their scalp, but not on the top part of their scalp. So you'll see the guys with like the fryer tuck kind of look, you know, where sometimes they'll have extra long hair that they'll kind of like scoop over the top. I don't know. If Donald Trump does that, but he you know, scoops over the top of the head <laughs> to cover the bald right. spot. It like it. <laughs> so I don't understand why it's in that that configuration. You know, is there anything either Western or Eastern that explains that? Why there? Well, in my observation, the the hair pattern, the way it grows, is like a torsion field, and the uh, the torsion field gets weaker as you get older. Oh, that's true. Yeah. The torsion field spiral pattern. In fact, at the top of the head, you got the top of the Tai Chi pole. And when people die or, or start dying, you can feel the Yang Chi leaving the top of the Tai Chi pole. So it's coming out of that, that same torsion field that we're observing that has effects on the hair pattern. Oh, that's the best explanation I've heard yet. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is very interesting. Now, is that probably the same reason, Dr. Dennis, that um, as far as my white hair goes, is that the the white hair that's at the closest to the top, uh, some of the front as well, but the, the top, like GB20, is the most white? Yeah, the by way. That's interesting. Yeah, and it's, I think it, yeah, and it almost seems like even though the rest of me, you know, feels in many ways, like younger and better, you know, better, like the skin is better, all these organs function better, everything like that. That is the one thing, well, not just one thing, but one thing that I notice is that um, it's like when I did more, maybe this will make sense to you, when I did more and more galactic and global cosmic energy work, it's like the hair is turning white up there. And um, so, you know, why is the part of my, the rest of my other body, parts of my body are anti-aging, but that part of me continues to be white? Like, I think it's some sort of weird spiritual thing, and I don't really understand it. <laughs> Maybe you can help me we, understand it. Well, when you do the kind of energy work you just described, you've got a lot of uh, yang chi coming in and out of the tai chi pole. And um, mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that's actually powerful light coming in and going out and that might uh, be overpowering the uh, pigment cells and the hair follicles. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Now, you, you'd think that working with that kind of energy would be anti-aging and maybe this is just a paradoxical effect. Hmm. Okay. I'll think about that. That's pretty interesting. Thank you. Just, just I always like wanted bald, to ask that. 
Well, like baldness is an androgen paradox because the more androgen or testosterone you have in your body, the more you're going to convert it to DHT as you get older and the more bald you're going to get. So maybe the more spiritual work you do, the more you become just white light and it's starting at the top of your head. It's hmm, interesting. I always thought it was curious that, you know, and, and maybe it's a belief thing, but it's not conscious. Uh, it's like when I watch these Asian movies and, you know, some of the, whether the ancient, uh, you know, that they, they wear um, the old Chinese movies, you always see like their master guru guy who's got like white hair, pure white hair, white hair yeah. you know? Yeah, the guy that you stand <laughs> on top of the Tai Chi store. You're yeah, talking about like the same guy. Yeah, and they like, can, like uh, crouchy tiger hit dragon. And... <laughs> yeah, they're so powerful, yeah, like, like... and yet they look like an old man. I mean, I mean, not their face, but their hair, right? Looks completely white. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that looks like an aging effect, but it could be a paradoxical spiritual effect. Huh. Interesting. Well, thank you for answering that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to believe so, that that's true. <laughs> I'm going to keep coloring it purple for people just because it's fun. Um, but <laughs> it's just really well, curious how always, it's just right in that spot. You can always wear an X39 on the top of your Tai Chi pole, which is uh, GB20. Yeah, I haven't actually done that. I've just used Eon because, you know, it's my bliss out point. But, yeah, that's a good idea. I haven't thought of doing yeah, that. Yeah, let, let me know what happens when you do that. Okay, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you po- post a pre-post, couple pre-post pictures on your website. Uh, well, I keep coloring my hair different, uh, uh, purple, pink, and <laughs> blue colors. So I, I guess that's not really helpful, but I just love to oh, have okay. fun. So, <laughs> but you never know. Well, you're <laughs> yeah. perpetually ready. I'll let, you, I'll, I'll let you keep going with your train of thought here. I kind of interrupted uh, with that uh, little bit of a you know, diversion here about white hair. Okay, so so to continue with the uh, Western uh, approaches, uh, besides finasteride and minoxidil, there's also uh, hair transplant surgery, like uh, transplanting little plugs in there uh, in the scalp to reverse the baldness. And there's also uh, sildenafil, Sildenafil uh, is, there's their trade names for like Cialis and Viagra. They're um, phosphodiesterase 5 inhibitors, which means that they uh, increase catecholamines. So, um, <clears throat> of course, everybody knows what Viagra does. And Sildenafil is, is sold as, as Viagra these days, but it was originally used in an attempt to reverse baldness. And it didn't work that well? Um, it doesn't seem to work as well as finasteride minoxidil for baldness, but it ah, works pretty well for for Mr. Ed. Right. <laughs> Okay, you know the talking horse, Mr. Ed? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
And by the way, folks, okay, if you're just so, joining us, we're, we're talking about LifeWave Patches and how to use it for helping the symptom of thinning hair. If you have any uh, questions, we're going to be opening up the phone lines in a little bit. Uh, so the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up so we can give you personalized suggestions on how to use your phototherapy patches to help with whatever symptom that you uh, have. So again, 818-514-1190 and hit 1 so we know your hand is up. And Dr. Dennis and I are now talking about like the different uh, background in terms of you know what Western medicine has to offer with regards to thinning hair. And then Dr. Dennis is going to go into kind of like the Eastern philosophy and get into acupuncture points and protocols we can use with the LifeWave patches. So we just got done talking about how uh, erectile dysfunction can be treated the same way as baldness in Western medicine, but also uh, in Chinese medicine too. Uh, the Husha uh, Wu that I talked about earlier does the same thing. It increases libido as well as reversing baldness and turning gray hair to dark. So that suggests that there's something going on with the gonadotropins or the sex hormones. And if we look for that in Asian medicine, we find in the Yellow Empress Canon of Internal Medicine, there's a substance that promotes growth and development called Tian Gui. Now, Tian Gui literally means heavenly water. It's a fertility concept. And the best translation I can find for that is the gonadotropins or the sex hormones. Hmm. Tian means sky or heaven. And and so that, that relates to spiritual energy that's involved. And also, Gui is the yin aspect of water, and it gives the substance to the chi. And um, the um, Yellow Empress Canon outlines, to make a long story short, how Tian Gui works in puberty to mature people and how, uh, how women, for example, go every seven years with changes in their development, while men go every eight years with changes in their development. So the kidney chi is the, the major component that's, whose energy is involved here because um, according to the ancient texts, the head hair is the reflection of the external bloom of the kidney energy. And the hair is also nourished by liver blood. So it's not just the kidney chi which we know is, is behind, is the energy of the libido and also the central nervous system or the marrow and the kidney batteries, which give us energy that we get through the life gate. But also um, the hair is nourished by the liver blood. And uh, if we, if we look at um the five element cycle, we see that the kidney is a mother of the liver, 
So in that respect, the energy of the kidney and the liver are of the same source. So we've got to have good kidney chi in order to have good liver blood nourishment of the hair. So the treatment principle based on on that is to tonify the kidneys and to restore the liver blood. And that treatment principle of tonifying the kidneys and restoring the liver blood behind the acupuncture points that we're going to look at and how to patch them. Awesome. Okay. Yes. And just briefly, back to the Tiangue. According to the classic text that describes Tiangue, in men it's about age 40 where hair begins to fall and teeth begin to wither. Is that so from the fall. ancient text or current, like modern? The ancient text, Tiangue, that described Tiangue. Well, modern ones oh, talk see. about okay. that too, not in the same way. But I'm talking about how it describes, quote, hairs begin to fall. Wow. So, like, Modern texts would say you start getting bald when you're that age. But the ancient right. texts say hairs begin to fall. So back then it was around age 42, uh, for, 40 as well <laughs> for men. Yeah, right, right. Huh. So some things never change. So that's in men. And the same um, parts of the the classic texts that describe the Tiangue in men say that in women it's age 35. No way. Really? Where the hair begins to fall. That's where they get falling hair. So you may have noticed, the women who are listening, that when they were about age 35 and older, and they start brushing their hair, more of it falls out. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah, I would I would have said older than men. I would have said 50 or, you know, 45 or something like that. But it's 35 yeah, I would have guessed that. text. I would have guessed that, huh. too, but that's not what it's... Well, maybe because they were so stressed of having to deal with men back in the day. <laughs> now they're more empowered. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I won't get into that. Yeah, we won't touch on that. <laughs> All right, so uh, let, let's, since we're referring to How the How do you spell Tiangue, text, by the way? Uh, T-I-A-N, Tian, uh-huh. which means sky or heaven, and Gui, G-U-I. G-U-I, okay, cool. G-U-I, so, so that's pinyin uh, for heavenly water or... Um, yeah, heavenly Tian and Gui is the, the yin water. Cool. So it, there, there's another term, Tian Gui Shui. Shui is a, the normal term for water. And when you say Tian Gui Shui, you're referring to seminal fluid and menstrual fluids. So while while we're repairing the kidney energy and the liver blood to correct baldness, 
at the same time we're increasing libido and um, overcoming Mr. Ed. Overcoming Mr. Ed. Yeah, rectal <laughs> dysfunction. Okay, got it. All right, so uh, back, back to the ancient text, because this is really important to know which points to use. The lingzhi, or the spiritual pivot, which is the second part of the Yellow Emperor's classic or canon of internal medicine, says that when the, the zong are diseased, use source points. Source points are yuan source points. And the zong, which uh, listeners may recall, are the yin organs, according to five element theory. So the solid, more internal yin organs are the zong. When those internal organs are diseased, use the source points. So if we're looking at kidney and liver, both of those are zong organs. And so if we wanted to tonify the kidney, we would go to the source point for the kidney to nourish the kidney in and to tonify the kidney yang. And that point would be, drum roll please, uh, a point. Oh, thank you. Awesome. That would be kidney three. Now, most, most listeners are familiar with kidney three, but not from that respect. Not from that angle. Uh-huh. Most listeners have heard that kidney three tonifies the kidney, but now you know the rest of the story. That is so cool. Yeah. And then if we want to nourish the liver blood, we also go to the source point for the liver. And that is another point most listeners that are using LifeWave products are familiar with, and that is liver three. Liver three is a yuan source point for the liver. What's that? My favorite. One of my favorite points. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's because it's so versatile. Disperses stagnant liver chi. The, The liver channel circumscribes the genital area. And... It also has an internal ascending branch that most people don't know about, which goes to the vertex of the head. Ooh. And where, where, where does that traverse? Up through the body, middle of the body. Like does it go in front of the Chong Ma or like at the spine or like through organs or? Um, I didn't look that up. And I don't oh, okay. remember. Yeah, I just I I don't know about this one. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> the internal liver channel going from uh, that internal branch all the way to the top of the head. That is so interesting. Yeah, I should have I should have remembered that. But I all I remembered was that um, there's an internal channel of the liver meridian that goes to the top of the head, which is a vertex on the top of the Tai Chi pole which uh, we were talking about earlier. Uh-huh. Huh. Fascinating. So, just to keep things simple, if we use the Yuan source points and we tonify the kidney, chi, and the liver of blood, 
we could actually put a an X39 patch on right liver three and an SP6 patch on left kidney three. Right, and the reason we're using SP6 complete is because it's a relatively yin uh, patch versus the X39, which is a yang patch, and that's why we're putting it on the left. That's right, and also the SP6 mm -hmm. patch has energy that affects the endocrine system mm. because it's designed to curb craving and work with endorphins even though the, the company doesn't actually say endorphins, but they talk about how it's designed to curb craving. And in order to do that, you would have to work on the endorphin system in the hypothalamus and the median eminence and the, the pituitary and even higher than that in the limbic brain and the, the influence coming from the pineal body to the limbic brain. And so if we wanted to work on that aspect, we could also use the Olivita patch, which uh, regulates epithalamin from the pineal to regulate the lower endocrine functions. So <clears throat> we could use the X39 or the Olivita on the right liver three and SP6 or a carnosine or a tan ice wave or a tan energy enhancer on left kidney three. Okay, so we've got several options here. So option number one you said before was the X39 on the right liver three and SP6 complete patch on kidney three. And then option two would be using the Alavida on the right liver three. Is that right? correct? Did I get that right? Yes. And a uh, uh, No, the Alavida would be on the right, the right liver three. Yeah, so, yeah, right liver three and the carnosine was the left kidney three? Yeah, carnosine on the left. So all the negative patches, or the, including the tan patches in the SP6 and the relatively more yin, carnosine would be on the left. And all the more, the more powerful yang patches, I say powerful, quote unquote, because they're yang, <clears throat> the more electropositive patches would be on the right, like X39 and Olivita. So in case people didn't have, uh, you know, um, Alavita or Carnosine, they could use X39 SP6 complete. If they didn't have XP6 complete, they could use a tan patch on uh, from Ice Wave or Energy Enhancers. And if they didn't have X39, which would be kind of crazy if they didn't, but if they didn't have that, they could use the white Ice Wave or Energy patch on the right side and tan on the left side. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right, and did we get all that right? Yeah, you did. All right, cool. And I really appreciate the way you, you sum up things really concisely without <laughs> all my flowery gobbledygook. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm typing the right thing here for folks, so, but it's all good, all good. Yeah, so um, let's look at different patches we could be using. So we already talked about Olivita, and we talked about the X39, which stimulates stem cells and restructures DNA. 
And uh, the reason we talked about olivita was because it increases epithalamin that regulates the endocrine system. And endocrine hormones give rise to the gonadotropins. Gonadotropins are endocrine hormones. So uh, gonadotropins come from the pituitary, but they're controlled higher up by epithalamin and by the limbic okay. brain. So we also can look at the nirvana patch. Nirvana by itself, just the patch without the pill, is known to increase dopamine. And dopamine is a neurotransmitter that is involved with regulation of enkephalin neurons higher up in the brain, like the in the median eminence and the hypothalamus and the, the limbic brain. So the nirvana patches could actually influence the gonadotropins, which, as you know, since we talked about Tian uh, Gui, can influence uh, hair growth. We don't have any direct okay. lab evidence of that. I'm just talking about uh, theoretically. Okay, so um, other things that can influence the gonadotropins like testosterone and increase the testosterone, which would be like tonifying the, um, the kidney chi and the, the liver blood, would be um, wind fit patch. The wind fit patch has androgen-like effects on increasing muscle bulk, and androgen is one, one type of androgen is testosterone. So um, another patch we could use is Silent Nights. And Silent Nights, we've known for a long time, will decrease the conversion of testosterone into estrogen by blocking the enzyme aromatase in the pineal. So Silent Nights is designed to stimulate melatonin. So we know that from LifeWave reports. We know from the medical literature that melatonin decreases the activity of aromatase, and aromatase is an enzyme that converts testosterone to estrogen. So that's another way of keeping testosterone levels higher is to use the silent nights patch. Wow. Okay. So, um, so even if someone's a woman, uh, somebody might fear getting too much testosterone. Is that possible using patches? Not likely. I mean, if you're on the borderline of, of uh, having a lot of androgens in your body to begin with, it might put you over the edge, but it's not likely to have a significant effect on women that have normal endocrine hormones. Okay, cool. So um, another patch that may be helpful is a really powerful um, <clears throat> anti-aging and antioxidant patch, and that's glutathione. And that's because it's an antioxidant. It has anti-aging effects. As an antioxidant, it gets rid of toxins that interfere with gonadotropins and their activity. So, 
glutathione is another good candidate. And as long as we're talking about YH, we have also Eon and Carnosine that are anti-aging and antioxidant. So they can contribute to boosting the effects of the androgens and reversing the, um, the balding by decreasing um, toxins and having antioxidant effects to help the androgens work better. So it sounds like all the patches are anti-aging to some degree in different ways. Um, yes. And, and, and that's so no accident people, because... Yeah, David loves that. Dave, so. Dave, <laughs> he loves anti-aging. David designed... <laughs> Patches to be anti-aging because he's an anti-aging nut. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's been working on it for decades. So he, he just loves it. Yeah, he's into longevity, tonic, and anti-aging effects, and that's what most of the patches he designed do. They have anti-aging effects. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to speak a little bit about the Eon because the Eon patch is so powerful and anti-stressor and anti-inflammatory. I think I'm I'm a big fan of Eon, as you know, especially for brain balancing uh, and putting it yeah. near the head. And um, I, you know, if, if people take a look at what stress does to our bodies, and they take a look at people who are on speed, uh, who are you know taking too much of this illicit uh, drug. Uh, it accelerates the aging process. So when you look at their pictures, they look 20 years older than their chronological age. So if they're 30, they look 50. Um, right. And that is, is basically because the, 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 the stimulant of the speed and, and met, you know, and crystal meth and whatever they're on uh, accelerates the aging process because it's like being on major stress you know, 50 times over. <laughs> and so if you could yeah. decrease the stress, it would make sense that it would be anti-aging. So we don't have to deal with the stress to that degree. Right. Good point. So... Yeah, I remember um, Dr. Holtenmeyer showing us those photos in in our training of the people that were on drugs and how old they looked and how their skin was falling apart. Their hair was coming out. They were graying. They were wrinkling. Their their teeth were were (laughs) breaking. It was crazy how low their kidney chi was. Because they're, they're using up Stress. a lot of electrons. Mm-hmm. So the, the body depletes. people that way. <laughs> no, you're, you're depleting your antioxidant stores, and so you age quicker. So uh, it has the exact opposite effects of the patches, which are antioxidant effect in nature. So since since we went there, let's talk about uh, the life gate, which is GV4. That tonifies kidney chi, particularly the ministerial fire, which has an effect on boosting the yang chi and also ascends jing or essence to the brain or to the head. And the life gate is a, the, called the palace of essence or the palace of jing. And it's also the root of the five zong, including the kidney and the liver, according to the classic of difficulties, which is another text on Asian medicine. So we've talked about the life gate before. It's right below lumbar 
vertebra two. And that is a good point to put the X39 on as well. If all you're going to use is one point and the X39, then you can use the life gate or you could use the top of the uh, Tai Chi pole, which is GB20. So either one would be good for the X39. Awesome. Great. Maybe I can convince my mom. She wears a headband a lot, and she complains that her hair is thinning. But, of course, she's she's got um, some addictions to stress, so she loves being stressed. <laughs> And uh, I, I don't think I can – I haven't been able to – she loves Energy Enhancer, so that's good. So that helps quite a bit. But uh, I would love for her to use the X39 and uh, Eon patches regularly. Um, but then she'll complain she's well, so sleepy. I'm like, well, yeah, because you're not stressed, you know. <laughs> you're repairing. You're, you're an expert at clearing those memes. Well, like she wants me to, I don't know. Yeah, well, There's only so much we can do for our families when they don't. <laughs> they don't want our help, right? <laughs> well, it's 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 more like everything that I say is too complicated. It takes too much time. It's going to stress her out more. So, you know, I'm just happy that she's using the energy enhancer patches regularly. I'm just happy about that. <laughs> good. Well, that's a good start. Yeah. Yeah, I, I listened to your radio show where. You, the last one you did with um, with Tammy, and uh, you're using your Topicon method to clear tethers and memes, and you didn't call them a meme; you called them family pattern or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, inherited morphic fields. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh yeah, and I've I've done a ton of that, you know, for my family, just clearing myself because they're inherited. So. I remember one time I was doing a motion code for an hour a day when I first got into it, and my parents were so they were detoxing so badly for two days because I was doing it. I could tolerate an hour a day, but I forgot that it was clearing from them too. So they were like depressed and like tired for two days, and she blamed my mom and dad blamed it because she had left her energy enhancer patches at a different hotel and she didn't have them with her and. You know, uh, and I felt really bad because I was like, oh, I hope you feel better. I'm doing, I do all this inherited clearing. And she's like, no, we feel worse. We're both so depressed. We don't want to leave the house. We're so tired. And then finally, when they went back to the hotel, they put their energy enhancer patches on. They were back to normal. So they were just detoxing a little slow. And the, but the minute they put the energy patches on, they were fine. <laughs> Phew. Note to well, self, they're lucky don't they do put that them much inherited work. I, I had a, yeah. a distributor one. Who, who who only put the tan patch on and then was dragging her butt all day and was swearing oh, yeah. at me because she had through patience. <laughs> we all had those. And I'd be like, remember there's two. There's a white and a tan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you need both I'll, of them. I'll for about the inside of the box to say, look at both. You know, there's one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. Dennis, we have some questions coming up. Do you want to... Um, do some of those and then okay. come back. To yeah, them. sure. I've got a whole lot of other points to go through and a lot of protocols, but we can do questions first. Yeah, let's do some questions. We'll come back to some of the protocols. Uh, so I'm okay. going to uh, have you guys who want to ask Dr. Dennis or I a special question about your own personal situation. Remember not to ask us about curing or healing or treating a <coughs> disease. You can mention the disease name, but you know, really focus on the symptoms related to 
that uh, so we can help you. The number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. Uh, or you can put the question in the chat box. If you're online, you can put that right and type a message right in there, and I'll share that with Dr. Dennis. So the first person, uh, your area code is 407. So I'm going to unmute you. You can say hi. Let us know your first name and then what you'd like help with. Hi there. Hi, uh, Dr. Kim. This is uh, Vicki Locke in Florida. Hey, Vicki. Hi. This is all, um, well, you know, I don't know if I have to stick with the topic of what we were talking about today. No, not at all. Any question. Okay. Well, I have a question. Well, you, you did mention, or the doctor did mention, um, well, you're both doctors, Um <laughs> Um did mention about the uh one of you said something about activating the copper peptide with the x thirty nine um i have uh you did say that right dr Karen did yeah. yes, but that's yeah true. okay okay well um i have been uh exper- i have been using the x thirty nine and having um, I kind of wasn't using it very often, and then I got my because I have um, a lot of things, but a lot of uh, neck and shoulder pain and um, scoliosis, and I had gotten that kind of calmed down. But when I use the X39 patch, I seem to get more pain, and I was just listening to what you were saying. I wonder if it's because. I'm extremely thin, and because maybe it's too young for me. That's a great question. Um, are you know. using it any more than 12 hours a day, in any day? No. You put uh-uh. it on for more than 12 yeah. hours? Okay, good. Yes. Yeah, it's important because mm-hmm. uh, David said that it's important to uh, put the signal on 12 hours max, take it off so that the body can reset itself, you know, and actually get to work. So, um, and you're drinking I lots even of water, tried, right? Yes, and I even tried experimenting, you know, like using it um, less, like for maybe four hours at a time and and uh-huh. things like that. So, but I also, um, uh, Dr. Can, I can't remember if I told you this or not, but I have that thing, um, Wilson's disease, where I have too much copper. So I didn't know if that was a problem. If maybe this this the patch was maybe not something that I should be using, not that particular one. Well, the the um, first thing I go ahead, Dr. Karen. Go ahead, Dr. Karen. The first thing I thought of when you were describing what's going on uh, is that pain in Asian medicine is caused by blockages to the flow of qi and blood. So if you're getting painful effects you're creating a blockage somehow while you're using the X39. And uh, you could uh, do use different patches or different things that will dissipate the blockage. Um, and especially if you have a problem with accumulating copper, as you described, maybe you're generating too much copper and that's creating the blockage or, or the copper peptide. So, um, I believe most of the their research in the X39 hasn't been with people that have Wilson's or copper accumulation 
problems. But uh, that's what hits me is that you're creating a blockage. So how do we dissipate that blockage? Well, as uh, Dr. Karen's alluding to, don't use the X39 as much. You know, like when you start one of the patches, it creates a detox reaction like the Eon or the glutathione patch. When you first start using them, you feel yucky or you have pain or blockages and you don't use them as much. So you take them off and then you wait until the effects go away and then you put it back on until eventually you can keep using it. And as Dr. Karen also alluded to, you got to drink lots of water to clear out the the toxins. Good. I do, but I also have a lot of, I have, um, you know, kidney and liver I have that whole thing going on, uh, the methylation problem, but the kidney thing. So I've been drinking yeah. a lot more water, and then all I do is get up all night long, so I'm not sleeping good because because I'm pooping oh, all night long. Right. But I do think oh. that the when I see when I first started using the um, the uh, which one is it the X39? When I first started using that, I was really ecstatic because you know, having um, a lot of the issues that I do for so long, I got energy. But I, I think what's going on is maybe now, and I do all, this has been my my pattern over the years, um, is I get, I do get blocks and, I, and I'm pretty sure it's coming because of the, you know, the, the, the liver, but like you said, the kidneys are weak too. So I'll, I'll just I'll experiment. I guess I'll just use the patch instead of using it 12 hours. At because man, I I mean I was feeling pretty good there for a while with some something else that I was taking, which was basically just giving me finally giving me nutrients, you know. And I felt really good with that, kind of on a high for a while, but that felt better than being on a low, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, so I thought, well, okay, let me try the try the X39 patch. And my friends are telling me, Vicky, you were doing good until until you did the X39. So I guess my question was, is where can I get more information about that copper thing? You know, maybe I shouldn't even be using the X39 right now. Well, that question we actually was asked at the uh, uh, LifeWave event in Las Vegas, so I can share with you David's answer if that's helpful. Oh, um, okay. So what hap- Yeah. So what happens is that when you signal the body to make copper peptide, the body has to search for a copper source to mm-hmm. make the peptide. So if you have copper and it's able to be assimilated uh, into the copper peptide, then awesome, that's great. Uh, however, it does not mean that because you have more copper that it's in a form that is going to increase more than you need of the copper peptide. The body seems to have its own, let's just say, wisdom as to what it makes because it's a biological system and the patches kind of work with the biological system. Just like in glutathione patches, for example, one person may get a 300% increase in glutathione levels. Another person might get only 100% 
because that's what their body says to do. <laughs> so we can't necessarily, it's not like um, it's not like a drug or even an herb where you take a specific dose and that's the dose. You know, their body just gets that dose, has to deal with that dose. It's not like that. It's more like signals the body. The body goes, well, what do I want to make? Well, how much do I make? Do I have enough raw materials to make it? Oh, yes, I do. Okay, great. So I'm going to make the patch. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm going to make the GHK, you know, copper peptide. But just because you have more copper that isn't assimilatable, so to speak, doesn't mean that you're going to make more copper peptide. Um, what you really need is to be able to assimilate and utilize the copper that you do have. So currently, obviously, taking more copper, ingesting it is not a good idea for you if you're not able to assimilate or utilize it. The other thing, too, is that if you first got, uh, well, it sounds like you immediately got more pain. Is that right? When you started using X39, is that right? And no, no, when I, when I first started getting, when I, no, no, when I first started using it, I got uh, energy, and, and then I would, you know, ah. because I, w- I was feeling some, you know, detox uh, symptoms, but energy, and then, and then kind of, you know, the wax and wane thing <clears throat> with the chronic fatigue. But I'm just, I'm wondering then, so maybe it is uh, detoxing heavy metals, maybe the pain in my, and that's my weak could spot. Very well is, be. Yeah. See, yeah, I, I'm. You might actually want to use it there in the GV4 that Dr. Dennis mentioned, but I would say maybe use it twice a week for 12 hours, okay. for example. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, because it does sound like if you got initially some energy, that's almost like your hint from the universe, yes, this is good for you, you know. Yeah, but uh, there are some people, a small amount of people, who actually have more pain first before they get okay. less pain. And okay. that often means that there's something that is now being – it's like the body goes to sleep when it can't heal something. It'll just put it, it'll just put it aside because there's not enough energy in the system to heal that thing. It's not considered a priority. But if you have enough energy in the system, the body goes, hey, there's this old scar tissue here. I have energy. Let's heal it, right? And in order for the stem cells to actually work, the body needs to produce positive inflammation in the body so the stem cells know where to go. I'm wondering if I should use the pain patch along with the X39. Oh, I would definitely use the pain patch. <laughs> okay. Definitely, yeah. I was going to suggest um, the, the point to put the pain patches on to yeah. reset you because uh, it sounds like you need to reprogram your constitutional imbalances or or constitutional yin and reset yes, your yin. Right, so you need to reset, or it's like on a computer. Remember the old computer screens that would get really um, fuzzy and have a lot of static on them, and you had to degauss them <clears throat> to, to straighten out their magnetic field. <clears throat> well, there's right. a point that does that. That for all the yin in the body, it resets the yin, and that point is kidney nine. Okay. So if you put the ice wave patches on kidney nine, why one on the right, ten one on the left, <clears throat> you'll be resetting your yin or your constitutional imbalances at the same time that you're using the um, X39. Or you might want to do it with the glutathione patch so you can um, detox heavy metals at the same time you're resetting your yin. Okay. 
put the glutathione patch on kidney nine as well? You could, sure. Okay. <clears throat> you you can, um, Sometimes I'll put the glutathione patch right on my liver. I'll just put it right on my chest, right over that liver. <laughs> sure. And did because you, the liver did de- you, detoxing too. Did you say, Dr. Kim, that you like the uh, – did you say you put the um, – Oh, would you call it the, the X39 um, on your liver three? Yeah, yeah, X39 uh, I'll, on I'll liver three. I'll actually defer to Dr. Dennis on this one, given your constitution. I had suggested the life okay. but maybe that's too young for Vicky. What do you think, Dr. Dennis? For the X39. Mhm. Should she avoid uh, GV4? Is it going to be too much young? I wouldn't avoid it, but use it less often. Don't don't avoid it, but use it less often. <clears throat> okay, so maybe you use liver then, maybe X39, liver 3, like you mentioned before. Yes, and also put the glutathione that uh, Dr. Karen was suggesting on liver 14, which is directly over the liver. That's the front mu point of the liver. It invigorates and moves blood, and it harmonizes the liver. So that gets you the effect you want on the liver. I, yeah, I'm I'm a little concerned about the glutathione. I feel like I need to be a little more built up before I do the glutathione. I'm not sure, but maybe, um, maybe I could. But okay, so you're saying it's okay for me to continue to use the X39, but probably maybe with the uh, pain patch, correct? Yeah, okay. yeah experiment a little bit of the pain patch. Okay. And don't leave the X39 or the glutathione on all day. Just keep it on until you start getting detox symptoms and then take it off. Okay. See, that's where I've been. I think that's where I've been kind of screwing up here is I'm I'm like, I'm determined I'm going to wear this and I'm going to wear it for the whole 12 hours. And I think I shouldn't be doing that maybe. (laughs) No, No, you've got to detox first. Yeah. In fact, I'd, I'd back up the truck a little bit and use Dr. Karen's Eon Brain Protocol for two weeks first to help you detox your nervous system and the other patches work better, and then uh, go to what we're talking about. Okay, where would you put the Eon patch? Oh, she's got you don't the, know brain the Brain Protocol. protocol? Yeah. Yeah. So it's Which Vicky, one? do you not know the Vion Brain Balancing Protocol that's on patchtrainingteam.com. It's also on our Facebook group in under announcements. So no, you put the Eon patch. Yeah, that's that's a really important one. I, Dr. Dennis and I really love starting with that because if people are not yep. brain balanced, they sometimes can get like little or no effect with other patches. Like t- yesterday, literally, uh, this happened to me where it's some spiritual thing happened and um, I was uh, – Oh, okay, my resonating. I was. What was I doing? I was proxying for mass consciousness. Okay, so then I ended up then being partially reversed. So I ended up putting two eon patches on, and that helped a lot. So that's very rare that that has to happen. But the eon brain balancing point, the easiest one to know is right behind the right ear. Oh, okay. So you can put it right behind the right ear. Um, you probably 
don't necessarily want to put on your third eye during the day when you're grocery shopping unless you're trying to sell it. So, you know, you can put it behind I'm, the right ho- I'm homebound. Really... I'm homebound, Dr. Ken, so I don't care. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so you can experiment you, you, and see. Yeah. Yep, you back did of the neck, could... behind the right ear, or front of the, right in the third eye, or top of the head. Those are all brain balancing points. Oh, top of the head, too, right on top of the hair, huh? Okay. Okay. Oh. And then you said <laughs> for um, keeping the polarity balanced, one could put it on the belly button. Right. So. Yep. So if if you have a polarity issue, you know, at a muscle test and you get a no for a yes and yes is a no, that might be 90% of your issue. <laughs> you know, then you would okay. put two on patches, one, one for the back of the ear and then one on the belly button. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, see, yeah, CV makes a really good protocol. point. You you can't do acupuncture; it's contraindicated on CV8. But you can do moxa and put patches on it. It's a spirit huh. gate. It's where the umbilicus was attached, okay. and you're still connected to um, the mother and the yin spirit through that point. I and need it that. Also, right. CV8. On the belly button. Is it yeah. C? Oh, okay. CVA. Okay. I didn't know that. Was, okay. Yep. Right over the belly button hole. Right over the hole. If you can stand it over there. Or you can put it on your underwear or your pants or, you know, somewhere where it covers right over the belly button hole. That's a very powerful point. We can't acupuncture okay. it. That's why it's so cool to be able to use patches. Yeah. And it warms right, so the yarn. Try that out, Vicki. And... Pardon? No, I was going to say to, to have Vicky try that and, and give us some feedback on the Facebook group once she has. Tag me. Yeah, cool. Okay. We can keep helping Thank you. you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm going to mute you now. I have another <laughs> caller, uh, area code 516. Hi, who's this? Hi, my name is Rebecca. So Hi, I have Rebecca. a couple of things. It, interestingly enough, I have female hair loss, female pattern hair loss, and as I'm sitting in the car listening to you guys, I've noticed that my hair has grown amazingly in the two months that I've been, and I, today I just put it together. I'm like, why, why am I having more hair? And I'm really getting a result from that from the X39. So that's uh, oh, cool. really interesting listening to you that I'm just putting that together. But I'm actually calling you because um, I have a non-dominant hand tremor. and um, Two things. I put life weight. Yesterday was bothering me a lot because it was, I crocheted just to like keep the dexterity in my in my hand. And um, I put the life wave um, ice, ice the ice patches, and it made my hand my wrist swell up terribly this morning and caused me extra. But I went to my acupuncturist to put some needles in to reduce the inflammation. So that's one thing that I wanted to know. But the more important thing that I wanted to know is what would be a protocol for tremor reduction? Okay. Where did you put the ice wave patches? On my wrist, my left wrist at the actual joint space is where I put the ice wave last night. And this morning my my wrist was swollen and painful. So you put the tan on the one side and white on the on the other side, like you sandwiched the wrist. Correct. Is that what you did? No, okay. I put them side by side by side. Okay. Okay, on the wrist. That's interesting, Dr. Dennis. Any thoughts about that? Well, um, in Asian medicine, tremor is wind, and 
that's a characteristic of wood. So <clears throat> I'd use liver three and gallbladder 39. And the reason I pick gallbladder 39 is that uh, it's an influential point for marrow and it treats weakness and bone pain and sinew pain. So that addresses both kidney and liver and it alleviates the pain of the bone and the sinews. So uh, you're addressing all the issues you talked about by using those points. So uh, you could use, uh, yeah, that's what I was about ready to get to here. Um, you could use any of the positive patches, YH, on the right, gallbladder 39, and any negative patch on the left, um, liver 3. So you would select, for example, we could do glutathione on gallbladder 39 on the right, and a negative patch, did you say negative patch was carnosine? Relatively negative, yes. You could use carnosine, or you could use one of the tan patches, or SP6 patch on left liver three. Um, and then X39 at the at the, the the same space that I've always been using it at. Which is where? Which is I'm I'm sorry, the back of the neck. I thought that was just like the standard spot to put it in. Oh, okay, GB14. Sure, that's fine. So um, you're or you could, you could use the X39 on gallbladder 39 if you wish. And where would I put the, um, the glutathione? Or you're saying uh, X39 you, is the only one that I, I would need for trauma? Possibly. Just try it that way. See what happens. So X39, put it on gallbladder 39. On the right yeah, which side. Is, right. And which is, liver uh, three. Go ahead, please. Go ahead, continue. And you liver three on the left side, carnosine. Two so you so you're recommending only two patches for some kind of perhaps tremor reduction. Yeah, to start with, to see how that works. You can add the glutathione later if you wish. And where would you find an optimal space for the glutathione? Where would you where would you recommend that? <clears throat> um, CV4. C is in Victor. Uh, C. C. Yes. The so Charlie Victor. Charlie Victor. Charlie Victor okay. four. So because CV4 is a gate of origin. And it will um, tonify the essence of the zong we were talking about to, uh -huh. to nourish the, the kidney and the liver. And it will also mm -hmm. um, help with the spleen. And it will um, treat uh, kidney deficiency and restore collapse of the kidney. And... Um, it's a good point to use when you're doing the other two. Okay. So you have a nice angle there. Yeah. And when you, and when you say detox symptoms, what are the detox symptoms to be looking for? Because I'm relatively new to the patches. Yeah, that's a good question. There any one or combination of having a mild headache or dry mouth or metal taste in your mouth or um, 
noticing um, slight tremors or shaky kind of sensations or having imbalances. I think yeah, that would be for like two months. And also feeling dehydrated. I'm sorry, go ahead. And I, I do feel thirsty and dehydrated when the patches are on. It's true. And I am drinking so much more than I'm accustomed to drinking. Sometimes my thirst feels like unquenchable. I don't have any, any headaches or, or shakiness in addition to that. Thank God my, my tremor is diagnosed as benign. And um, I was just wondering, like, if, how long do you think the detox is? Do you have, a, like, a timeline to feel this, this thirst, these detox symptoms? Yeah, it varies from individual to individual, anywhere from um, a few minutes to a few months. So uh, it depends on how toxic you are to begin with and how easily your body can let go of the toxins. Dr. Jennings mentioned previously that as we get more hydrated, we feel more thirsty, which I thought was the opposite. But uh, wow. you explained to me that uh, when the cells are able to then absorb the water, the cells plump up, and the interstitial water, the space where the water was, which is not where we wanted it because it wasn't in the cells, but the, the water outside the cells, that level goes down. So kind of like opening up a dam, you know, the water goes through into the cells, and now the body senses thirst because the outer part, outside the cell, that water amount has decreased. Did I get that right, Dr. Dennis? Yeah, and, and what you're alluding to is actually the three different compartments we have of water. The, the water exists inside our cells and outside our cells in the interstitial space and also uh, circulating around in the body in the lymph and the blood. So if the water you're drinking is macroclustered, in other words, the molecules of water form these big clusters, they often cannot get inside the cells to hydrate the cells. So you want to drink water that's microclustered, so the molecules don't cluster in, in more than um, a number like five, so yeah. that it, they can easily get inside the cell. And you can think of holding a basketball and throwing it at a chain-link fence. The basketball is like the macroclustered water, it's going to bounce right off the fence and not go through it. But if you're holding a handful of marbles and you throw it at the fence, it's going to easily go through the holes in the fence, just like the microclustered water can easily go through the pores in the cell membrane. That's so you can drink lots of water and still be dehydrated because the water's not getting inside the cells, and that's the important place where the water needs to be. Because for for every for every one percent of hydration, there's a ten percent increase in metabolic efficiency inside the cell. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I used to teach exercise physiology, so I remember that little tidbit. And do you have any I'm sorry, go is ahead, Doctor. I don't want to. Yeah, I was going to mention this. Uh, um, is it possible? that if someone, without changing their water to some degree, is it possible that when they put on the patches that their hydration increases inside the cells even without uh, changing their water? 
Yeah, we're, we're, the energy enhancer patches are known to increase intracellular hydration to a certain degree. Yes, you can do that with the patches. And where would you recommend that? Because I bought the energy patches. I haven't used them yet. Where do you feel that find that optimal placement would be for that, for the hydration-specific area? I do a five-element rotation. And we've had uh, previous shows where we talked about exactly where to place the uh, yin-yang pairs in a five-element rotation for the energy enhancer patches. So if you look up the previous shows where we have that, we, we describe how to do that. All right, I will look that up. So do you have any insight as to why the ice wave would cause me pain on my wrist? I would say detox. Uh, <laughs> or the polarity that pain is caused by blockages to the flow of chi. And if you're increasing the pain with the, the polarity configuration you have on, all you did was enhance the pain blocking polarity and you need to move the patches around so you can straighten out the the uh, polarity and get rid of the blockage. I hear you. Well, I'm so grateful and thankful to be able to have spoken to you two today, and I, I wish you all the best of health. <clears throat> oh, you're you welcome. Too. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to mute you. Um, Dr. Dennis, we have uh, one other person, I believe. Uh, area code 360. Hi, who's this? The polarity configuration you have on. Oh, you may have to turn down your volume because we're getting feedback. You need to move the patches around so you can straighten out the... the uh, wow, that's a huge blockage. delay. Yeah, that's a huge delay yeah. in the... Uh, <laughs> Okay, so area code three six zero. Thank you. Thank you so much. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to mute you. Um, Dr. Dennis, we have uh, one other person, I believe. Uh, area code three six zero. We're listening to the replay, sir. Hello. Hello. Okay, there we go. Hello. So, hi. Yeah, we can hear you now. Hi. Well, who's this? Thank you. Um, my name's Vicky, and I was calling, uh, going back to the thinning hair. <clears throat> um, I've got a 26-year-old son who is facing this issue, and um, getting him to do something very complicated is going to be difficult. So I was wondering, what do you think is the most efficient, um, simplest uh, protocol he could follow? And he is also also dealing with some. He's dealing with mold um, in his brainstem, and he also has dry eye. So I was wondering, is there something that might be a sim- simplistic patching protocol I could um, suggest to him? <clears throat> dry eyes. Okay, writing this all down here. So, How do you know he has mold in his brainstem? Is that through a scan? Um, of he, he, he scan of some sort. Yes, and I'm wondering if the uh, mold is not possibly affecting the dry eye or the allergies. He thinks he's got allergies also. He lives in Los Angeles, and there's a lot of... Oh, boy. Every type of, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All sorts of stuff. 5G, I, I, I moved out of L.A. to get away from that stuff. Yes. He doesn't have that option right now. <clears throat> right. Right. Does he wear a hat a lot? Just curious. He does. He wears a ball cap a lot. Woo! All right. We got... We got... <laughs> 
we got a possibility of using uh, a patch on inside the ball cap so he doesn't have to feel self-conscious uh, about that. So I, I don't know, Dr. Dennis, I'm, I'm thinking GB20, you know, with X39 is a simple thing. Yeah, that's exactly what I was well going to say to deal with the yeah. balding, but you got to get rid of the, um, the, the mold first. I, I'd go mm-hmm. after that first, and then everything else will resolve better. <clears throat> so, do you, um, do you think that's also affecting his dry eye, the mold? It's possible, Dr. Karen. Okay. Did well, a lot of people have. Yeah, I find I've, I work with a lot of people with autoimmunity, and there's so many people that have very mild or uh, not full blown. You know, they full. They don't have full blown lupus or you know uh, muscle sclerosis, but they have mild forms of autoimmunity, and dry eyes is one of those. And I and I get that periodically as well. Like I'll just wake up, and of course I can muscle test myself and, and figure it out. Um, but it would literally change like within hours. Like suddenly my eye will not be dry anymore. It's like wow, that's so cool. <laughs> but anyway, hmm. I don't know, Doctor Des, but I, I really think that, I mean, if he gets his like because the extra nine does so many things, including help support the immune system. I think that yeah. even though we can't make a claim that it can get rid of mold, it doesn't. But the body gets rid of mold when it has what it needs, the energy it needs, the systems it needs, the immune system needs help rebooting itself, restoring itself, then I think that that would help the mold in another way. Um, it's possible, sure. And also I'd, I'd use um, gallbladder 37 because that helps the eyes. So uh, you could um, rotate the X39 between the top of the head inside his cap and um, and the right leg, uh, gallbladder 37, and uh, put a carnosine on the temple while at night next to the eye. Okay. Mm, but also it, to it address the, the mold directly besides the X39 boosting immunity. And you can probably use an Eon also to help with that. Um, I'd use a rife frequency for mold. You find a source for rife frequencies. There's an, an app you can put on the cell phone for right frequencies, but that costs $200. Uh, but uh, if you oh, find another you source that. of that, that's cool. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, would you repeat what that is? It, it's a light frequency, is that what you said? Rife, R-I-F-E. Royal Raymond Rife is a doctor that developed a set of frequencies that people use to get rid of disease, and it shatters the pathogen the same way if you remember the um, <clears throat> Memorex commercials from the 70s where Aretha Franklin was singing and the glass yes. shattered. Okay, so the right frequencies, when you get the right frequency, it tunes into the pathogen's frequency that shatters the pathogen. Mm, okay. So, so the, um, the mainstream medical profession since the turn of the 20th century was trying to get rid of that information. They didn't want people to know about right frequencies because it would take money away from prescribing drugs and surgery. Mm-hmm. So if you find a right frequency that can shatter the mold, that's probably the most efficient way to get rid of it. Or a Qigong practitioner, <clears throat> somebody that can do Qigong mm-hmm. to dissipate the mold. 
or or maybe even Dr. Karen's system can do that. Yeah, that's that's usually pretty easy. We, but we would need permission yeah. from that person to to do energy healing on them. But literally, we just pull and right. cancel that frequency. So yeah. the other thing too is uh, I just got an email from the folks at Lloyd Mears Balancing by Numbers. Uh, they posted it publicly, so I did repost that in one of my groups. Uh, I didn't do the LifeWave group because it's, you know, not everybody wants to, to know that kind of stuff. But I did post it in my Light Warrior Network group. Um, you can always just, you know, PM myself or Tasha Leziak, my assistant, and just say, hey, you know, is there's that balancing by number meme? Could I, you know, please see where that is? Um, and uh, there was a meme they just uh put out publicly, uh, which was basically to cancel uh, frequencies of pathogens. So oh, okay. I just got that. I just posted it on Facebook yesterday. But uh, if I remember, I'll try to post it live, uh, sorry, um, on the public page. Because <laughs> if you're not part of my other groups, then you won't be able to see it. But uh, I, I can post it on a public page for you. Just, you know, just PM me so I have a reminder to do that. That's okay. the easiest way to to change the frequency of whatever pathogen you're talking about. And instead of fear mongering, like <clears throat> the current um, so-called pandemic, yeah, the coronavirus, instead of fear mongering on that, just change the frequency of the connection between the virus and, and the T cells. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And I, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's amazing it's what we're li- able to do now. It's your Light Aware group, Dr. Khan? Or how would I get hold uh, light, of you? Sorry. Light Warrior Network. Uh, light Warrior Network what? on Facebook. Light okay. Warrior Network. Yeah, that's the group that I posted it in. Um, so, so we, we do w- some pretty wild stuff there. So, you know, it may or may not be appropriate for you to join the group. But if you don't mind those types of, you know, discussions. I love those things. No. Angels no, I- and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I absolutely love idea. that. Thank you. Yes. Oh, well, perfect. And then, That's perfect. So that would help with this mold, uh, with the mold issue. Uh, what would you do for the thinning hair? That would just be the, the most simplistic. Uh, yeah, X39, uh, top of the head. Top of the head and, and no. Right. And that's it. Okay. That's it. All yep, right. simple, simple. And, uh, you know, and he's he's 26, so we expect, you know, some, him to feel something, you know, within two weeks. Can't say for sure, but if he just puts it right at the top of his cap, you know, sticks it at the top of his cap and it doesn't have to stick it to his head. Um, oh, and he does make it? Sure, he you know, he, no, no, you can just stick it right on the cap, just on the inside. You can stick it on the top too. Wow. Bit, but most people stick on the inside. Yeah, that, that frequency is close enough to the head. It'll activate that point. Yep, and just make sure he's not just eating candy and bonbons all day, right? Like if he's eating <coughs> decent food, right? Because no, he he's be able good. to make proteins. <laughs> no, he's very good with that. Okay, perfect. That's great. And last thing, because I know that that age group is they're completely attached to their phone. I am as well, but so um, so what you want to do is make sure that he doesn't have his phone on at night when he sleeps. Put it on okay. airplane mode if he has to have it on but preferably not because all that radiation is draining the body, making it older. So it's fighting against what we're trying to do here. Aging the body. Got it. That will appeal to mm-hmm. his, his vanity. Well, <laughs> also you. if he ever wants to have children, you know, that's the other thing, you know, he, yes. he doesn't want to radiate his <clears throat> every day. Right. Right. <laughs> There's actually right. a study on that too. 
So, yeah, thanks, Vicki. We're going to let you go because we're running out of time here. Uh, but great question. My Welcome. pleasure. All right. So, Dr. Dennis, we um, actually, our live feed is, is cut out now. <laughs> so folks that are still oh, okay. on the phone uh, can still hear us. Uh, but I wasn't looking, sorry, I wasn't looking at the time that uh, well. So we just have a few minutes left. Um, so we have... Uh, we can, of course, uh, continue our discussion next month related to the different protocols, part one and part two. So we have, um, you know, a couple of uh, protocols here, uh, the X39 on the right, liver three, SB6 complete on the left, kidney three. Um, same thing, we can do that with uh, Alavita and Carnosine, Ice Wave and Energy, and then maybe we'll leave some of the other protocols to the, to the next month. How, how does that sound? Yeah, I got I got plenty of them, including triangles and Merkabas, and mm. I I have we didn't discuss a lot of the points I was going to get to, but that's okay. But uh, these protocols include increasing testosterone at night, returning true yang with a, within the primordial yin, nourishing the um, blood in the yin to re- restore the song root, and ascend the jing to the brain. And another one to rescue Yang from collapse and restore the Zong. And another one to reset the Yin. And another one for tonifying the kidney. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to need so some way next month to discern which ones people should try first. So we'll talk about that next month. Yeah, cool. Very cool, Dr. Dennis. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Just remember, if folks are listening in, that I will be putting the notes on blog uh, on patchtrainingteam.com, and that will publish in about 10 to 15 minutes after the show. Uh, I just have to let the the audio process so we can plug it right in, and you can listen to the replay and look at the notes at the same time. And we'll uh, meet everybody back here first Monday of next month so we can get part two and get some of these other protocols. It sounds super cool. Thank you so much, Dr. Dennis. Thanks, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye-bye.